0: to overcome succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty defeat of an opponent to prevail overpower or overwhelm of an emotion adversity a difficult or unpleasant situation used in a sentence resilience in the face of adversity i want to break free Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to the Overcoming Adversity podcast. This is episode number 23. I am one of your hosts, Blake Cohen, here with one of our other hosts, uh, Amanda Marino.
1: Hey, Blake. It's Amanda Marino here, life recovery coach, certified interventionist, uh, create co-creator of the most amazing podcast in the world, Overcoming Adversity. It's been a minute, and I missed this.
0: Yeah, seriously. By the way, how many podcasts in the last two months do you think have started with, Hey, All You Cool Cats and Kittens? Like, There's (laughs) got to be so many of them. You think? Oh, my God, yeah. There's got to be so many.
1: Who doesn't love a little Carol Baskin? Fielder, husband,
0: black Um. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that's changed. Obviously, we're in the midst of a pandemic. I want to say that we're on the... The end of it, coming towards the end of it, but I don't know that that's true. um, And I don't want to be reporting fake news here. So, you know, there's been a lot of changes, not just with the coronavirus, but Amanda Marino and myself have taken a little bit of a leap into our own organization here. And we want to talk with you guys a little bit about that because there is certainly a ton of adversity of when you're leaving the comfort of a career with a paycheck that comes every week uh, to start your own company uh, with some other stuff going on all around at the same time. So we, we, you know, we have during a lot. That
1: Rona during that Rona doing that too, is definitely a whole nother uh, adversity, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, between the challenges that you face with being a parent during this time and having your kids at a school, Um, of trying to navigate working with a new partner who's, you know, who tends to be crazy. And me um, starting to uh, start school at the exact same time as we started a business, starting a master's program, at the same time as we started a business, at the same time as the coronavirus hitting and us having to really throw away all of our original plans for what we were doing and really reevaluate. Um, how we were going to do what we do and all the coaching stuff that we're doing. And uh, it was definitely like a weird, it's a weird time. But I got to say, like, I think that you and I are really like kicking ass, I think,
1: yeah, it's definitely when you say it like that it makes it sound so crazy, but like I guess walking through it day by day we've just made it work and and it's been, you know, our experience and we've we've made the best of it and truly have made the best of it. Like I, I couldn't have asked for it to go any better, pandemic and all. And I really think that our, you know, our podcast, starting our podcast last year really gave us like a taste of what it was like to collaborate on things and work on things and we had done, you know, different things over the years together, but really to have that partnership, I think was like our putting our toe in to seeing what it would like to be business partners. And I think that it was really easy to transition into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- that was the weird part about it. like with everything going on, is it stressful? Like absolutely. But at the same time, it never felt wrong. You know what I mean? It, there was always like a sense of, yeah, this is what's supposed to be happening. Everything's happening for a reason. And I never really felt panic in any of the situations that with everything that's going on I mean again like do I feel overwhelmed that I have school that I haven't been in in 10 years and that I have to write you know 10 page papers in APA format which I have no idea how to do Uh, yeah I mean it's overwhelming but I've not felt like I I I don't ever feel like I wish I didn't do it
1: right (laughs) So well, And there's moments that creep in, too, of, you know, of literally moments, though, of, like, fear of, like, when is the next, you know, cl- when we don't know where we're going to book our next client, or we don't know when, you know, how this next month's going to look. Like, there's moments where stuff like that comes in, and I really just kind of exited out of my mind with faith because listen I've been you know doing this coaching and stuff like that on the side you know for a few years and, and it's been consistent and in since we've been together it's been nothing but growing and it's like I have to have faith in that you know we're doing the work and it's going to continue to materialize for us and it has and it's it's you know I think that's where a lot of people let fear take over and don't go for their dreams out of fear you know and I think that we've really stepped into you know, having faith in, in what we've built and faith in what we're meant to do and following the next foot in front of us, you know, and just, and just going for it. And that there's something to be said about that, that, that I'm pretty proud of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny is I didn't really think about it until you just said that, that if I was looking at somebody else, like if I had, let's say a sibling doing the exact same thing that we're doing right now, I would be blown away. I would be so proud of them and blown away and impressed with the amount that they're able to handle and what they're doing. So I think this is a great opportunity for us to sort of, without being egotistical, pat ourselves on the back and say like, we're actually pulling off some pretty incredible stuff right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it, I, we don't, we don't acknowledge it enough. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: there's been like, there's been a lot of growth in the past two months personally, professionally, uh, leadership-wise, you know, both of us really developing into our own person and really becoming comfortable with what we're good at, our strengths, and um, understanding that we have a partner to handle our weaknesses. And I think that that's been really cool.
1: And I think the line of work that we're in and being, you know, being people in recovery, I think that, you know, you and I have a sense of comfort with one another that, like, if we're having a crappy day or if something is coming up or going on, that, like, it's a safe space to also share that and that right. the other one can kind of know where we are because I don't think that all business partners in life, like, can be like, hey, I'm having a personal you know, something coming up in my, you know, my journey and my recovery or my therapy and like, kind of like share that openly with their partner. And then the partner knows that like, okay, maybe, maybe today I kind of need to take the lead in some things. And I think that we definitely have that open forum, which is a really healthy space for us.
0: Yeah. I think that, and I hope people can take note of this, that we did something very smart prior to just jumping in into the situation together was that we had a bunch of meetings prior to making the final decision. And we discussed and outlined essentially our boundaries and what we need out of the relationship for this to work. And I think the number one, if you remember, I we were sitting in a Starbucks and I said the number one thing I want is that us to be completely open in communication, no matter what that means. If something makes us uncomfortable, if something is difficult, I want us to be able to talk about it and have a conversation about it and work through it. Because I don't, I don't want the last thing I ever want, especially in a business partner is to lose trust and to, to have somebody talk behind my back or, you know, double cross me like I'm a, an agent.
1: Well, and clarity to know where the other one is, you know, like, I think that's part of the, the, the honesty, the communication and, you know, and the, the kind of work we do, it's very heavy and it's very, um, you know, we have to make sure that we're taking our own time to work on ourselves. We have to make sure that we're being honest when we feel burned out, you know? So I think that there's also another piece that goes with that, which we didn't originally um, anticipate, but there's so many levels to that communication and honesty piece, you know? Right. And this kind of work, but yeah, we definitely did go, we definitely did do it the right way. And there were, you know, we had people that were, that were, skeptical of telling us to do things on our own and and not to partner. And, And it just made sense to partner in our skill sets. We have some that are very similar and then we have some that are very different. And it's funny how you and I, how we like feel guilty if we're not doing enough work. So I think that finally we're both kind of allowing each one to shine in their area that they shine in and not feeling bad that we're not doing work all the time because we are equal partners and we are equal partners in the work that we're doing. So sometimes it's one person doing certain things and the other one doing other things. I think we're finally stepping into that comfortably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, and I feel like that we haven't, we've just been sort of dancing around actually right now is that why don't we tell everybody what we're doing and who we are and what our new organization is. And Oh yeah, that would be nice. Go for <laughs> it. Tell the people what they want to hear.
1: Okay. So, um, so I, I had left my, my job back in September, October ish and, um, went full time into what I was doing on the side for a number of years, which is interventions, coaching, sober companion, Um, Sober transports, um, you know, doing some consulting with with a one treatment center at a time with the employer stuff, and um, and Blake was doing some of the stuff on the side, and you know, Blake was at a turning point where he knew he was going to be starting a school, and we we just knew that we wanted to, you know, I kept I kept kind of like reaching to him like you're so good and you're such a talent, you need to do this didn't know what it looked like. And I had talked to a number of people about partnering and nothing felt completely right. So we decided to form our partnership like at the beginning of the year and Blake took the plunge. And when'd you leave your job?
0: I left, it was the very end of February.
1: Okay. And we started our business like the, as like the deep, you know, the paperwork My- stuff, it's March 1st, right?
0: The paperwork is March 1st. Technically, my last day was a Friday and I started work on a Saturday. So (laughs) right away, we jumped right in.
1: Yeah. So we're, you know, we're an agency, um, you know, starting with ourselves, a case management coaching, interventions, um, family coaching, you know, recovery coaching, life coaching, um, you know, where we work together um and we're we also have individuals that work with us um so we have a team that we're you know kind of slowly bringing on um to do the work with us do the coaching the companions and the interventions and you know we're really excited because we want to we love the people in this space that have done it before us and we want to like honor their work and we want to kind of make it a little bit of our own you know um we want to do things you know a little bit unique um in our own way you know? Um, so yeah. What do you have to say about that, Blake?
0: I am just so happy. I don't honestly, like I, I'm listening to you talk I'm like, God, we, this is awesome. Like I can't believe we took this leap. Um, and it continues to require faith as we do this, that we just have a faith that it's going to work out if we keep doing the right things. I just really felt that this was the time to do it because I I loved where I was working And I think it's an incredible treatment center. But what I wasn't in love with anymore was the treatment industry itself. And there are, it did. And and not because they're bad, but just because they had to, because of the way insurance companies and the way uh, these healthcare providers were treating treatment centers, they had to adapt or they were going to die. And unfortunately, that is at the expense of of the patients that are in the treatment centers. And for me, the roles like outreach or admissions just no longer fulfilled my soul. and fulfilled what I wanted. And I felt almost like an inner conflict that it, it just didn't seem like it was the right fit for me anymore because I wanted, just like you, Amanda, I wanted to work directly with the families and with the clients themselves and be a part of the change process. And I sort of, I went from doing that and then all the way transitioned to a point where there was sort of a disconnect between what I was doing at work, you know, helping to market the company that I was working for and actually be able to be a part of the change process and work with the client, which is what was keeping me going. Right. And it sort of felt like it was more of like a sales position, which I was never interested when I got in this, in this industry. Um, So, and there was that disconnect between me and the person. And I I just, I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't make any sense for me anymore. So given, given the situation and considering the certifications that we have and everything, like it just made more sense that let's just say, let's just jump in and, and start what we're doing and. I don't, for me, Amanda, like, I don't know what your favorite part of, of having next level is, but like for me, that my favorite part is working with the families directly and watching the change process happen within the family system.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing to me. Kind of like, uh, you know, similar to your journey, you know, it was, it's strange to me because at the beginning, I really loved the business end of the treatment and I had no desire to work directly with people. Um, because I wasn't, I feel like I was I, the place I was, at, I hadn't done enough work on myself. I wasn't really like to a place where I was ready for that in my professional life. And then it shifted over the past few years where I, I started to really only enjoy working directly with people and really not liking the business end of things anymore. So I had a huge shift um and you know I do love working with the families one thing I also love is like when we kind of staff everyone and we we collaborate you and I and we come up with plans and then we implement things like I love that part of it too because that way it's like we bounce ideas off one another to best support the individuals and their families in this process and that part I love too because it's like a brainstorming session so for me I have a lot of fun when we get to you know, talk about our client situations and come up with plans, you know, and implement things with them and then see them actually, you know, work like right. in a lot of the situations, you right. know, when people follow the plan.
0: Yeah. Like I get it. You know, when, when the people like, when they actually take the suggestions and follow through and then they, they see it working in their lives and they get back to you going, this is really helping. Thank you. It's such a rewarding feeling. Um, to know that that family is going to be in a better place, to know that the person who's struggling with a substance use disorder is going to be in a better place, just because of some of the healing that's going on. So it's it's really nice. Um, I kind of want to shift to the overcoming adversity part of this, and to see like for the audience, for all you know, three or four people who listen to this, that what. What do You, you know, think? I hate
1: when you say that because I know a good audience, so <laughs> don't say that.
0: I know, but I want to think that whoever is listening thinks they're part of just a small group of people.
1: Okay. I like that too.
0: So it's like they, there could be like a thousand people listening right now at any given time, but I want them to think that they're only one of four and that we're just this tight-knit little group. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't work anymore though now that I just gave it away, right?
1: Right. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I not mean to ruin your, uh, mm. your secret sauce.
0: <laughs> Shit. Um, so what, you, what suggestions would you have to people? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel stuck in a job that they know is no longer serving them spiritually, physically, mentally anymore. What would suggestion would you give to somebody who has an idea for a, a, a business or wants to take a leap, but is scared to do it?
1: Well, it's definitely a, a process. So, you know, first you have to like dream and visualize. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what is going to make you happy? Like, I I definitely spent a lot of time soul sort of searching that. You know, I even like did the real estate school and and re- and did, got to the test part and realized it was so not what I wanted to do that I wanted to do, go further. This stuff that I'm doing, the coaching, so. Sometimes we have to, you know, go down one avenue to learn what we want to do. So dream, manifest, um, plan, make a plan. Because of course, if you're like me and you have a family, you can't just quit your job of of a salary and, and benefits and just be like, all right, well that's it. You have to make a plan, right. um, and then you prepare by starting that plan and process. My plan started a long time before I actually left my job, and then you go for it. You know, you make. I wanted to wait till 2020. Um, to do it. But I felt a few months earlier that like I had to. Um, And so I went with that, you know, and it was a little bit of a risk, but I had a little nest egg and I had a plan and I had so, you know, dream, manifest, plan, prepare, and go for it.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. And like, that's, you made such a good point there where not just jumping into something because you're uncomfortable in your current p- situation. A lot of people would say like just just jump, just leap, just take a you know, take a leap of faith, but you do have some planning that has to go into it and you have to be smart about the decisions you make. It's funny because my first course for the the master's program I'm in was called strategic planning and it really is about coming up with a plan and then also being letting that plan be adaptable. They called something it's something called emergent strategies where you have a concrete plan in place, but it never really is in line with the reality of the world. So you have to continually plan with, with issues and situations that pop up just as we did with the coronavirus popping up. Coronavirus. So, so I, you know, I, my suggestion with people who are, are interested in starting their own business is make sure that you understand what your motivation is and what your passion is. Cause I, Amanda, I didn't know you know this, but you know, I had started a supplement company. I don't know if you know that I started two different online businesses, one selling drop shipping, it's called uh, cat like cat stuff, like uh, like toys, cat toys. Yes,
1: Blake's a cat, man. It was honestly the name, though,
0: was awesome. It was called Liferightmeow.com. That name was awesome. So, but I started that. uh... Sorry. (laughs) It's the best name ever, right? Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) And actually, I sold, I had that company for about a month and then was like, what am I doing? I have no interest in this. And I actually sold the website for a really good profit. So I I learned how to build a website from there. Um, But then I I don't know if you know this either, is I sold beauty products on Amazon for a while. I ordered- I remember that. Yeah, I ordered 5,000 jade rollers, which I don't know if you know what they are, but like- (laughs) I do. Yeah, I ordered 5,000 of them from China. Do you have any more? No, God, no. I mean, they they were all shipped to Amazon warehouses anyway. Um, And about a quarter of the way through those 5,000, there was an issue and with Amazon and they ended up destroying the rest of them because like, it wasn't done right. And there, my point is, is that I was trying to do all of these things for, for money. I thought that the money of, of having my own business and doing these things was going to bring me happiness, when in reality, I was never fully into it. I didn't really care. And now for this company, I, I feel like I really care and that I really want to be a part of this and I actually enjoy and get fulfillment out of this that it, it means so much more to me that I really want this to succeed. Those other ones like I wanted to succeed because I was afraid of failure, but I, I, my heart wasn't in it and it wasn't fulfilling to me.
1: Well, you and I are, we we like to make money, but our motivation and passion can't be money driven. That's for sure. Like we do what we do because we're passionate about it, and then we make money because we're good at what we do and we're passionate about it. Like I've never been just motivated by money; it has to be more than that for me. Yeah, you know, money is nice to make, and of course you need it to pay your bills and things like that. But there has—I can't do something just because I'm going to make money. I won't do good at it.
0: Right. And, that, and that's, again, it comes down to like, what are you willing to risk in the beginning, especially of starting your own company? What are you willing to risk? And are you willing to risk your steady paycheck and know that you may be struggling and eating ramen noodles for a little while? And it was a conversation I had with my wife. Like, I hope you are ready to take on the brunt of our bills for a little while because I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I need to do this.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is like, sometimes it is a little bit of trial and error and it is about figuring out what you want. And like, don't get discouraged in the process if you fall a few times because you know, that's part of, of growing and, you know, and finding out who we are and building our character. Like we're, we're not going to just do everything and do it perfectly the first time. Like sometimes there's some ugliness and I, I prefer that way to have some ugliness along the journey so i appreciate it and i know my clear path you know mm-hmm. by knowing that listen it was a struggle to get here and i had to work really hard but now look where i am you know there's some serious satisfaction in, in going through adversity and not giving up
0: yeah yeah and, and honestly sometimes the biggest adversity is created in our mind and oh, the, yeah. the biggest fears that i had about even starting this company next level recovery associates go to nextlevelrecoveryassociates.com um, the biggest fear that I had with starting this was really all of the fears of what if prior to starting it and not much of it has actualized and every issue that we've come up with or every issue that's happened really hasn't been that bad and we've survived. Yeah. And we will continue to survive and get through this stuff. And luckily you and I are both crazy, but we're crazy at different times. So it, we can really uh, hold the the brunt of the work when one of us needs a, a second to breathe,
1: and that helps so much. Like even if it's like a, a just a conscious thing of of me saying, "Hey, Blake, I'm kind of overwhelmed. Could you just take the lead today, or could you, you know, answer the phone?" Like even if nothing comes in, or we're not dealing, just the knowing of that it it really helps, you know if I feel overwhelmed. And like I said, this is heavy work. And like, we have to have our self care at optimal level, or we, we, it can really deplete us, you know, because we're in the sickness, we are in the sickness and we are in toxic individuals lives and their families that are, you know, not the healthiest either. So we really have to protect ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Um, and I think that's what's interesting too about having like you and I doing this is that it's oh, the other one also is able to call out the other one like, hey, why don't you take a second here? Or why don't you put your phone down or relax here right. for a minute? Because both of us are, are go-getters and actually struggle with boundaries, to be honest with you. And it's nice to have the other person go, hey, like you're going to take a couple hours off now.
1: <laughs> right. Go do your thing. Yeah. And, you know, do you remember like where the name Next Level came from? Next Level came from like our podcast episodes of us talking about taking everything to the next level. Like we yeah. kept talking about that. And that. so when we were thinking about names for our business, we kept going back to Next Level because we're like, we're always, you know, talking about taking things to the next level. I think yeah. one podcast, we said it like 25 times or something crazy.
0: Honestly, at this point, I couldn't even imagine a different name. I feel like the name is perfect.
1: It is. It is. We are next level.
0: So we hope everybody out there is doing well. Um, it's been a little while since our last podcast, but Amanda and I have recommitted to the podcast now that we've adapted our situation. Now you guys can understand why there hasn't been a, an episode in a little while. We've been very busy.
1: Can you imagine if we did still like regularly, we would have really been insane. But yeah, we, we definitely um, overcome a lot of adversity in this and we'll continue to discuss, you know, on different episodes, some of the things that we've experienced on this journey and continue to. Um, but it's been a blessing and a gift. And so that's the message, you know, like if you, if you feel like you're in a transition place, like don't give up, you know, push through and fall. If you need to c- pick yourself back up and, and, you know, find your, your passion and, and go after that. Don't let anything stop you.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And you know what I love about this episode is that we barely talked about the coronavirus. I feel like every podcast, every radio show, everything is just talking about coronavirus yeah, right now. I'm, I'm so sick of coronavirus, it.
1: Bitch, go I'm on. over it too.
0: <laughs> I'm over it. I mean, not I'm over it. And people are dying and it's it's terribly and oh, it's sad. It but I just you know, how long can we stay focused on how Terrible things are, but in reality, yes, of course, people are dying and it's terrible. But there's a lot of people who are recovering as well. And we have to remember that, And that we we will survive as a, a culture and a population. And in 20 years, we're going to be looking back and remembering this pandemic.
1: Well, that's part of the being over is I'm over the people's lives being lost. I'm over the isolation. I'm over the. There's so many things I'm over about it. But you know, there were a great story of of someone who's pushed through and survived and excelled and and really. Um, utilize this time for our benefit you know we've really tapped in and and done some really hard work during this time Um, yeah Yeah.
0: and I think that it actually led to more growth than than we would have normally and just as if as all challenges do right I mean all challenges lead to growth and I think we've seriously jumped into the deep end and we just learned to we taught ourselves to swim right away. Without baby stepping in, which was, you know, not always ideal, but it worked out. Absolutely. Oh, real quick, funny, funny story. That so yesterday, my new class started, and I had my new cl- the first session last night with the new teacher, and she was going around asking where everybody's at, and I explained that she, you know, class wise, and so this is the first class, the intro class to the master's program, is what I'm taking second. And I tell her the class that I took before. She's like, how did you possibly do that? Like, that is a very advanced class in this program. How did you get into that? And I'm like, I don't know. It was the only one available. I, I didn't have a choice. She's like, that's that's really hard. Like, what? How did you know what to do? <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess I I, and I said to her, I'm like, I just guess I like to jump in the deep end. I, I don't know. Somehow right. I survived, though. Then uh, That's we, funny. We thrive in that.
1: That's so funny. So, I want to tell people where they can find us. So, you know, Overcoming Adversity Podcast has a Facebook page and has an Instagram page, which I need to become more active on again. Um, Next Level Recovery Associates has a Facebook page and has a website, um, it's nextlevelrecoveryassociates.com. We also have a LinkedIn page. Um, you can find Blake on uh, Blake Evan Cohen on Facebook as an author, the best selling author actually
0: Um, you cannot um i'm proud to announce that all my facebooks have been deactivated
1: oh even your author one
0: yep i deleted it
1: okay okay well then never mind where can they find you blake
0: they can find me on instagram at blake evan c they can find me on twitter at blake cohen author and they can find me on linkedin at blake e cohen
1: okay and you can find me on instagram amanda empowers With an S or my personal site is AmandaEmpower.com. And then you can find me on LinkedIn is where I'm the most, um, Amanda Marino. And same thing on Facebook, Amanda Marino um, Coaching. So um, we're really, you know, grateful for our listeners and for people that have, you know, connected with us, for our, our guests that we've had that have celebrated their adversities with us over time. And we're so excited to jump back into this and, you know, have more people share their journeys with us.
0: Well, we love everybody. Uh, Do us a favor. We didn't let it
1: out. We didn't let it out.
0: Oh my God. It's been too long. All right. Why don't you go ahead and let it out?
1: Okay. Let it out. Okay. There are people that are all in very different situations in this time, in this pandemic. So my let it out is like, do you, do what's best for you. And don't judge what everyone else is doing. If for you, staying in complete isolation is what you need to do, then you do that. If someone else needs to spend time with their neighbors or a family member to get through this, keep your nose in your own home. You know, I think that everyone right now is so quick to point fingers on what everyone else should and shouldn't be doing. But let's just do what's best for us in our home and mind their business. That's All right, why I, love I, it out.
0: I like that. Um, I'm going to also stick with the coronavirus theme, even though I said that I was happy that we're, we didn't talk about it much. Uh, but but my issue is that I just, I mean, if you have a conspiracy theory or if you have some type of wonky thing that discredits and diminishes the, the feelings of the people who have lost their loved ones, just shut the F up. Like, just shut up. You are morons and... i I try to be very tolerant of most people then again i'm just letting it out you know it's okay to be a little bit aggressive and you're letting it out and speak your feelings there are people in new york central park my little brother lives there so he's seen it with his eyes central park is filled with tents full of people on ventilators so this is very real a good friend of mine just lost her dad so people are really dying stop stop making it like this isn't really happening it's not making it like it's okay realize that the government is doing the best they can there is no right or wrong way to handle the situation and i promise you sitting in your little west virginia basement you have no idea what you're talking about and how to handle the situation so no. let's just let's all just try to be supportive of no. each other and uh and, and stop attacking everybody and being so filled with hate which, by the way, is why I deactivated Facebook. Because there's oh, just, boom. so many people.
1: Taka <laughs> <Chaka-laka>. laka <laughs> Boom. Boom. Tell them, Blake. You give it to them. I'm, I'm with him. you on that. No, I'm with you on that. Let it out. Just speaking
0: my truth here. You know, people are so ridiculous.
1: Like, stay in your own business. Stop deflecting your own shit. Onto uh, my-
0: I was exactly what I was going to say. Look, if, if you're hurting, I get it. And I feel for you. Just... Just recognize that you're hurting and you have no reason to hurt other people.
1: Recognize okay. that you the problem. You the problem. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So how do they find us? What were you going to say before I cut you off? So I think you
0: already told them how to find us. But what I was yeah. going to say was uh, do us a favor and shoot, shoot us an email at overcomingadversitypodcast@gmail.com. at com. If you want to be a guest on our show, we are actively looking for guests right now. We do have a, a couple that have been in the queue for quite a while in the pipeline we, yeah in the pipeline the queue it's more of a european term Amanda. i was yeah. just trying they're to be in the be,
1: queue they're on deck
0: i was trying to be cultured there yeah
1: they're on uh, deck. they're in the queue and the yes
0: bowl. they're on deck very nice a sports reference thank you
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. so <laughs> so uh, shoot us an email if you want to be on the podcast shoot us a uh, message on facebook shoot us a message on instagram
1: If you want to Um, nominate somebody too, if you, we've had people that say, Hey, I think this person should come on and they, they kind of send us one paragraph on why they think they should come on or someone they want to nominate to come on.
0: And if you do need to talk, we, you know, and you're interested in our coaching services, if you go to our website, nextlevelrecoveryassociates.com, and go to where it says book us. You can book a free consultation. We can have a conversation to see if we are the ones that are able to help you. And if not, we are definitely we will definitely recommend somebody to you that we think would be of, of better service to you. We partner with a lot of professionals in this community. So uh, please reach out to us. We're more than happy to have a conversation with you.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Next Level Recovery Associates. Blake Cohen, Amanda Marino are here to serve your coaching needs. Damn. Oh, I wish you didn't laugh
0: at the end of that. That was like almost sounded pre recorded. It was perfect. Uh, <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. We love you.
1: Bye. I want to break
0: free.